Welcome to Vacation Buzz with Mike Miller and Freedom to Roam Travel. All right, and welcome to episode six of Vacation Buzz. So I do apologize. I have been away for a couple of weeks here. Um, I was preparing for my cruise and I was on my cruise, so I just didn't get an opportunity to record a podcast for you guys. But today I am going to talk about that cruise on the Carnival Elation um, that I sailed out of Jacksonville to the Bahamas and just returned last week. So we're going to review over it. We're going to talk embarkation. We're going to talk about the room, dining, a little bit about Half Moon K, as well as the sea days. So let's uh, jump right in and start talking about the Carnival Elation. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the Carnival Elation. So Elation is one of the fantasy class ships from Carnival. So it is an older ship, comes in at around 70,000 gross tons and holds around 2,000 passengers based on double occupancy. Uh, She was built in 1998, but she has been through a huge renovation back in October of 2017. This is where they added Guy's Burgers, uh, added uh, Little Guana Cantina and the Tequila Bar and Red Frog Rum Bar. They added more cabins. They redid the current cabins and they redid all the dining rooms. So they brought it up to a more modern look compared to what it was before. Now, Alation sails four and five nine itineraries out of Jacksonville to the Bahamas. Uh, she will be moving to Port Canaveral coming in May. Uh, we'll be sailing four and five night uh, Bahamas and Eastern Caribbean itineraries down there. And Alation will be replaced by the Carnival uh, Ecstasy coming down from Charleston. It's a sister ship. Um, it's been through the, the renovations as well. So I'm excited about having a new one. And one of the things I really like about the Ecstasy is it does have the um, Alchemy Bar, which the Elation does not. Um, they basically took one of the bars and turned it into Alchemy. So let's start with my review. And we're going to begin with Embarkation. Now, Embarkation in Jacksonville is a little bit different compared to, say, Port Canaveral or Miami or Fort Lauderdale. The reason for that is the terminal building here is just one story. It's not the two-story terminal that you would find uh, in those other ports. So what happens is when you board the ship, you're actually going to board the ship on Deck 3, uh, which is a the same deck you would get off the ship in port in Nassau and uh, boarding a tender. So it you know you don't get that wow view when you walk onto the ship and you see the the six story atrium or um, you know the smaller atrium on the on the Vista class. So it's it's a little bit of a um, the big difference there to me it is. But hopefully sometime soon, Jacksonville will decide to build a bigger terminal and we'll be able to, um, you know, have a better embarkation process. Now, you know, you arrive at the port. Now, I, ro- I arrived around noon, my ch- around 1230, I guess, actually. But my check-in time was 1230. So I actually got in line, um, walked right into the terminal through security, and walked right on the ship. It was about 20 minutes or so because there was a backup in um, uh, security. But it really, it was not bad. And, you know, 20, 25 minutes I was on the ship and uh, headed to grab something to eat. So... 
that was really nice. You know, not having your cabin ready, though, um, it, I think they had a delay, so the cabin was not ready until 2 o'clock rather than the normal 1.30. They also do the same embarkation process that every, all the other terminals do now, is they will put your sail and sign card at your cabin. So when you, when you board, you'll if you want to get a drink, uh, or buy a lanyard from the photo place or something like that, then what you would have to do is show you show them your boarding pass, and they will scan it, and the charge will go on your room. But when you get to your cabin, you'll have an envelope, and that will have your uh, your door key as well as your sale and sign card, which is one thing, and you can use that through, throughout the rest of the cruise. It does make embarkation a lot faster. There's no going to a desk, and it just makes things that much easier. So let's talk about the room. Uh, I had an ocean view cabin on the main deck. Now this is uh, on the second passenger deck. So you have deck four, which is Riviera, deck five, main deck, deck six, which was... Um, upper deck and deck seven which is the empress deck that's where the lobby is so it really is a pretty good location it was nice especially after a long walk in nassau only to have to come up a couple flights of stairs <laughs> so uh you know really didn't have far to go anywhere because it is a smaller ship so you know climbing the stairs and going from one end of the ship to the other once you got to that to your level was not too bad uh, i was forward of the forward elevators uh, i thought i would might hear some noise but i really didn't it was is actually pretty quiet heard a little bit of the anchors when we got into half moon k but wasn't too bad i was already awake by that point anyway so it really didn't matter uh, the room itself is laid out very well it has the king size bed it has um uh, you know a small little refrigerator it has plenty of storage with two closets as well as some additional shelving and some drawers they have a safe and the bathroom itself the typical bathroom um, you know, the only thing I would point out there is that there wasn't the large, larger counter that you get on the newer ships. So that was one thing I did notice. But not a big deal. Uh, not a big deal at all. I like having the ocean view, being able to just look out and, you know, I can know what the weather's like whether the sun is out, if it's daytime or not, um, it's nice to have that opposed to having that inside stateroom. This ship does have balconies, um, but they are a little bit more pricey because of the fact that there's not as many on the ship. Now, dining options on this ship are really pretty vast. Um, you have, of course, Guy's Burgers, Blue Iguana uh, uh, Cantina. You have the dining room. You have the deli. You have pizza. Uh, you have uh, room service, so you have a lot of options for dining. Now, um, I went to the dining room twice, and that was enough. Um, you know, I go to the, I've been on, you know, enough cruises to where you know going to the dining room is, um, it's an experience that you want to get. But after you know so many cruises, you know, I kind of want to try other things. So, uh, but the dining room was really good. The food was awesome. The service was pretty quick. I mean, about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, might be a little bit longer on the service. So it wasn't too bad. I did have my time dining. So I would go, you know, around seven o'clock and it really wasn't, it wasn't too crowded. It wasn't too long of a wait. 
Um, so it made it kind of nice. The rest of the time, I did eat in the buffet, uh, which was really good. They usually had some of the same items that they had on the menu. Um, and then I also ate at Guy's Burgers. And one of the nights, I grabbed one before they closed at 6 o'clock. And then, of course, uh, you know, the deli one night. Um, the only disappointment about the deli was that they don't have the Cuban sandwich on the menu anymore. That's a little disappointing, but it is what it is. Maybe they'll bring it back. Um, I've already sent my message, <laughs> put it on my survey that I wanted to see that come back. So hopefully they will. I did not take advantage of uh, room service at all, but I did... Um, you know order breakfast i had coffee delivered so i did do that which was really nice um there's no calls to that you just may want to tip the guy that brings it to you for lunch one of the days um i did have blue iguana actually twice i did let me say that twice i had the fish tacos at blue iguana cantina they were awesome um i had always just gotten a burrito there but this time i decided to get the tacos and you know just like the burritos it was really good so uh, i definitely recommend uh, getting the blue iguana <clears throat> So let's talk a little bit about the entertainment. So I did not go to any of the shows. Uh, I know that they had Divas, which is one of their uh, really good shows, as well as Epic Rock. Uh, but I had been to those, so I really didn't uh, have any interest in going. But if you get a chance, definitely go check out. Uh, I know Epic Rock is incredible, so definitely check that one out. It's usually the last night of the cruise, if they do have it on that ship. Uh, Playlist Productions usually does a really good job. The music around the ship, they had a couple of bands that played throughout the ship. Um, the one thing they didn't have on this was the strings, um, you know, the violins and all that. They normally have that on a formal night on the other ships I've been on, uh, so I kind of kind of missed that. Um, that was a fairly new thing that Carnival has added, but this ship did not have it. Um, they had, of course, trivia. They had the bingo. The one thing I did check out that I always try to check out when I go on Carnival is the Hasbro Game Show. That's a lot of fun if you're not familiar with it. Uh, what it is is the uh, they play life-size games. They play a Yahtzee game, Yahtzee bowling. Um, they play Connect Four basketball. They play uh, this operation game, which is they did the... Uh, the operation game as well as the Yahtzee bowling on this one there's a few different games they play but uh, they take people from the audience they play they play categories they play trivial pursuit in order to uh, get people to answer the questions and then uh, form the teams on the on the stage so it's a lot of fun to watch they usually try to get kids uh, they do get some adults but they, they they try to get a lot of kids because it's fun to watch them uh, play the games and get excited about winning so it's a lot of fun to go check that out they also had clue on board uh clue is one that they do have on some of their ships and on the first day either the first day or second day i think it's the second day they did it you go and they you know they give you clues they tell you uh, you know what happened about the murder of mr body and then you have to go uh throughout the cruise and visit the places where they have clues. You get the clues and you try to solve it at the end of the cruise. So it's a lot of fun to play that. Um, I played a little bit of it on one of my cruises, but uh, uh, didn't do it on this one. 
Um, they had a lot of trivia. Like I said, they, they really they do a pretty good job at keeping people entertained. One of the areas I really liked on this ship was Serenity. Um, this is the adults only 21 and up area. Um, on this ship, it's in the very back of the ship. They have nice, soft, comfortable chairs. Uh, they have a seating area where it's underneath the shade. They have the two hot tubs and they have umbrellas and it really makes for a nice place to go and relax. It really never got terribly crowded. So it was a good opportunity to, to really just relax. You could go over there and take a nap. Uh, you know, it was really a great place to go. So uh, I like having Serenity. I do like the bigger uh, Serenity decks that they have on the newer ships, but I think this was plenty of room for this ship. And one of the benefits that you had was is in the back of the ship, so you didn't have that wind uh, hitting you constantly like you do when you're up on the uh, the top of the ship in the front where a lot of the Serenity decks are. So that made it really pretty nice. One of my favorite parts of this cruise was Half Moon K. Now, this is a private island located in the Bahamas. Um, it's owned by Carnival Corp and visited by Carnival Cruise Line as well as Holland America. Now, this is a tender port. So what that means is you will pick up a tender, or as Carnival calls it, a water shuttle from the ship over to the dock. They just they don't have a pier uh, that they can uh, tie up at, so... That's why you have to take the tender. It's only a short ride, maybe five uh, or eight minutes, maybe ten minutes, uh, you know, depending on the, the weather. But it was really a smooth ride uh, and a beautiful, beautiful view. So this uh, this island is uh, what probably my favorite out of the private islands I've been to. I've been to Coco Cay. Now, I haven't been since they uh, started the renovations, but I've been to Coco Cay, Castaway Cay, which is Disney. And Princess K back in November, which is also owned by Carnival Corp. And this was probably my favorite. Just because how clear the water was as well as the sand was just uh, as soft as it could be. When you arrive at the port, uh, at the dock there, you're going to walk into an area where there's a little bit of shopping, uh, some tables... All of that so you can grab your souvenirs. I did stop and grab my magnet. Uh, I collect magnets from everywhere I go, so I had to get one from there. Um, I was happy they had them. Uh, Princess K didn't have anything like that, so I was able to get one from Half Moon. Um, it's a short walk to the beach. Uh, there's a long beach uh, covered with chairs that you can go and hang out on. Um, it, there's Lots of chairs there, but it was a little bit crowded because we had two ships in port this, this cruise. Um, there was a fire on Princess K, so uh, the Carnival Pride, which was supposed to go to Princess K, had to visit Half Moon K instead. But that was okay. It really wasn't too bad. As you walk further down the beach, you're going to see that there is a uh, pirate ship. Now, this is a bar, and that it's actually two stories. The bar is on the bottom, and then you have some seating and stuff upstairs. And this is kind of where all the activity is. It's right on the beach. I usually have a lot of the activities, like they were doing tug-of-war, and they were doing um, uh, like musical chairs, but musical towels uh so they do a lot of stuff like that and also located there is the uh, the water sports and this is going to be 
all of your the kayaks that you can rent, the sailboats, the paddle boards, all that. So you can rent that right there. And I do have a price list that I'm going to have on my website so you can get an idea what what it costs to do that. They also have a great barbecue on this, on the island. Now this is kind of what they do on these private islands, Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Disney, they all do this. And so they have a barbecue area where they have uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. They had uh, some uh, barbecue chicken. They had all the sides, all the desserts. Uh, the food was really good. And one of the things that I really liked about this, it was wide open. Uh, so it was very easy to get in and, and get your food and get out. And they also had a lot of picnic areas. Uh, they were kind of spread out throughout this this area, kind of big cabanas where they had um, six to ten different tables so you could go and, and sit you weren't sitting with a large number of people so it was kind of nice to to do that and you weren't in a big open area you were kind of in a and surrounded by trees so it was really nice I, I like the way they they had that set up so you get the barbecue you've got a lot of activities to do uh, you can spend a lot of time on the island. You can, you know, you're usually there from about eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock until around four or five. Um, so you have a long time you can spend on the island, and you can go back and forth uh, if you want. Uh, it really doesn't take too long, so you can go back to the pier, uh, to the dock, take the tender over, you know, uh, do stuff on the ship, and come back if you wanted to. So it makes it really convenient. So Half Moon K is a stop that I highly recommend. If you can get on a itinerary that has it, uh, definitely make that stop. So the only other stop was Nassau, Bahamas. Now, I'm not going to talk a lot about Nassau. really didn't do much there. I'm going to walk through some of the shops as normal. Um, you know, Sharky's and uh, some of the other little shops that they have along there. I don't really go into Diamonds International or any of that because I'm not looking for jewelry, so... Um, I, I kind of go into the tourist shops and look at all the the uh, the uh, souvenirs and stuff. Um, attempted to walk over to the fort, did not find the fort. Um, one thing I am going to make sure I do next time I go to a port is to print out a map uh, that I can take with me, rather than trying to depend on the shopping map because the shopping map they give you is just going to show you those the that front street as well as uh, Bay Street. It really doesn't show you a whole lot. Uh, went to Fat Tuesdays, uh, sat on their deck they had there, and you just overlook the harbor and uh, sit on the swinging chairs and just relax, and that was pretty nice. Uh, there was a nice breeze coming through there, so it was comfortable. Um, the one thing that bothered me was the fact that there were people walking around. They were selling Cuban cigars, which was fine. That's normal. That You're going to see that all over the place in in. in the Caribbean really more in Nassau, but you see it a lot in the Caribbean. Um, but what happens is they were actually walking up to people while while sitting at you know at Fat Tuesday. So that was a little you know bothersome that you could be sitting somewhere and they're walking up. Um, you're used to just them talking to you while you're on the street. But uh, Nassau is Nassau. It's it's a great stop to go and just get off the ship, walk around a little bit. Um, if you want to go over to the Atlantis, that makes for a great excursion. 
um, going to one of the resorts and hanging out on their beach. Even Junkano Beach at times can be pretty nice. It just depends on uh, you know how clean they've kept it. And Junkano Beach is a uh, I went there the last time I was in Nassau, and it's just a short walk from the ship. It's a public beach. There's some, um, you know, you rent chairs there, and they have uh, all kinds of stuff to rent. There's bars and a couple uh, little shacks for food. So that's something you can do in Nassau. Um, but yeah, that that's Nassau, and uh, I would go back the next time I do go back. I am going. I'd like to do a tour called Quest, uh, which is a kind of a scavenger hunt. Amazing race survivor kind of thing, which I think would be fun to do. So I want to try to do that next time I go back. On this cruise, I had two sea days, one of the first day and one of the last day. I like having that sea day on the end because you get the chance to relax and just enjoy the trip home without having to rush. The first day, the weather was awesome, about 75 degrees and lots of sun. Um, I spent most of the time uh, on the adult only serenity deck um it, surprisingly it was not too crowded so i was able to find a chair easily unless i wanted to be right on the rail that might be a little that might have been a little bit rough but uh for the most part finding a chair was pretty easy i took advantage of the hot tubs and had some fish tacos some outstanding fish tacos from the Blue Iguana Cantina. Um, the main pool area was crowded but if you wanted a chair you could find one I didn't use the pool, uh, primarily because of the fact that it was a little bit cold so, uh, in the pool, so I really didn't want to try it. Um, but the, you know, the one thing about the Fantasy Class ships, I feel like those are a little bit bigger than the newer ships as far as the pool goes. The last day, the weather was cloudy and cool, so most people stayed inside, uh, which made most areas of the ship kind of crowded. So um, not a lot of places to find a quiet spot unless you went to, say, the library, which actually was, was pretty nice. Um, but despite the weather, uh, they did have Groove for St. Jude, but the ice carving uh, was canceled. Uh, but they did have a few activities outside. They did have a lot of stuff inside with trivia and um, that kind of thing. The one thing I will tell you on the last day, you want to make sure you visit the um, debarkation talk, at least one member of your family, so you can hear all the stuff that goes on for embark or excuse me for debarkation. Overall, this was a great cruise. Um, I would recommend the Elation for a quick getaway, or you know, for the first time cruiser. To be honest, though, for a four-night uh, to the Bahamas, I'd say you know I'd recommend the Carnival Good Liberty out of Port Canaveral. But the five-night, um, you know, with Half Moon K was awesome. So I definitely think that's a a good option out of Jacksonville, especially when you live here. It made it really nice to only have about a twenty-five-minute ride between home and the airport. So that was nice. So. I would recommend the elation and then when the ecstasy gets here in May.
Well, thank you so much for listening. And let me know if you have any questions. You can email me, mike at freedomtoroamtravel.com or message me on Facebook. And don't forget, make sure you check out my YouTube channel. Just search Freedom to Roam Travel and you will find my video there on Half Moon K as well as a cabin tour of um, my cabin from the Elation. Um, And I can help you with any of your vacation plans. Just let me know as well. Um, You can email me. You can send me a message on Facebook or give me a call. My phone number is 904-534-4318. So you guys have a great day and I look forward to the next podcast that I will bring you next week.